0: Okay, well, folks, this is a special insert to honor the life of the redhead, Gene Ziegler, Zig Ziegler's wife, and Tom Ziegler, who sits before me, knows her as mom. She passed away Friday, July 27, 2018, which as of this recording right here and now, as we sit, Tom, six days ago, her Funeral service is actually tomorrow. And I wanted to take the opportunity, everybody who has heard Zig Ziglar knows of her, knows the testimony that he gives, knows your testimony uh, of her as well. But I wanted to just ask what can we learn from the life that Jean Ziglar, the redhead mom, that she led? Uh, we know it was powerful, but I don't know the details if, or, or how many people know much of the details. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask that question?
1: <laughs> wow. Well, first off, uh, I know a lot of our listeners have heard about this. We've gotten so many uh, emails and notes on Facebook and messages of people sending their love uh, and their encouragement. So I just wanted to start by saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mom had an amazing life and I'll just start with this quote and it's a Zig Ziglar quote. And here it is. You never would have heard of Zig Ziglar if it hadn't been for the redhead. And so when you think about the impact that a person can have, uh, even if they're not in the spotlight, mom was always with dad and he put her in the spotlight constantly, but you know, she wasn't the primary person in the spotlight yet the spotlight never would have found Dad if it hadn't been for Mom hmm. and I think there's a couple of reasons for that, but here's the big one: Mom believed in Dad before Dad believed in himself hmm. <laughs> and you know when you talk about a marriage and a in a relationship when when a spouse believes in the other spouse so much, even when that spouse Uh, that husband, that wife doesn't believe in themselves, that just changes things. I mean, that's what, that's what a real relationship is all about. Mom took care of all the little things that allowed dad to be totally focused on fulfilling his purpose. And dad tells stories about this. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't have to have a perfect memory because I can just go listen to recordings that dad made, but You know, mom made sure dad always had cash on the trip. Mom made sure that dad's ties were, you know, were fantastic. You know, looked great on stage. Uh, Mom took care of the details at home so dad could be focused on what he did. They were truly a team. And then she did the little things like cooking the baked sweet potato uh, that dad loved so much. Uh, Dad would come home and he would smell the aroma you know, that would leave the kitchen, go down the hallway, turn left, and smack him in the face of a baked sweet potato. And he knew at that moment that his wife, his redhead, Jean, the sugar baby, as he called her, had done something special just for him because he knew that she didn't like baked sweet potatoes. That is, you know, that's something that you can't measure. It's something that goes on through eternity, and I believe, that nothing gives a man more confidence than a wife that believes in him and respects him.
0: Well, and I was even going to ask, what were what was something that Zig leaned on her for, but you may have said it, you know, when you say that she believed in him before he believed in himself, was that an ongoing was she the he was the grand encourager? Was she his encourage her was she a primary place where he went to to get some filling up so that he could then pour out to others
1: yes uh definitely 110 percent you know there's a story that dad tells and you know this was later in their marriage and the kids are out of the house and mom and dad would really enjoy having a cup of coffee together just the two of them and they're sitting there quietly and dad looks over at mom and says, what are you thinking? And, and mom looks at dad and says, oh, I'm just wishing I was younger. And dad just kind of got that look on his face. I mean, when he tells the story, he says, well, honey, why would you say that? And then she said, well, because then we would have more time to spend together. Goodness. And so that was the depth of that relationship uh, that, you know, they were, lock stride. And whenever one of them had difficulty, the other one was there. Uh, and so, you know, dad's love for mom and mom's love for dad, it was just something that none of the, none of us ever doubted, myself and my sisters. We knew that they were a team and they were going to get it done. And believe me, uh, their life was not always easy. There was a lot of challenges, a lot of financial setbacks, a lot of things that didn't work out. And yet, there was never any hint of doubt, and respect, and love, and support for what Dad was about for Mom.
0: Well, and I was going to ask about that because for a lot of his life, and I, I don't know, maybe even the majority, Tom, he was. A, we would say, Ah, he was a road warrior. I mean, he was out a lot, he was gone a lot, and. By proxy, that meant that she must have been quite the, it sounds odd, home warrior in that sense. But she was keeping, she was mom to you guys. She was keeping home together. There was, yeah, a lot of, I mean, somebody had to pay the bills. When he was gone, uh, somebody had to take care of the maintenance on a lot of things. And I'm assuming that there's a, a significant amount of strength that we never saw you did.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, both mom and dad came out of the depression. uh, And so they grew up in households that had plenty, but it didn't mean they had a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so so they were very used to making do with what they had and always believing that tomorrow was going to be better and and so mom was very adept at adept at keeping uh, everything running smoothly you know dad called this the home court advantage and in sports you know the home team with the home crowd usually has a better chance of winning if everything else is equal that's the home court advantage it's one of the greatest things in life is to have the home court advantage And what dad was doing on the road is he was demonstrating, I'm not going to say selling, he was demonstrating a philosophy and the depth of his conviction, the transference of his conviction to the audience was so real and so tangible because he had 100% confidence of the relationship that he had at home. I don't think people understand enough how much his impact would have been lessened if his relationship at home had struggled. Because you can't get up in front of people every day of your life and say, hey, this is the life you can have. These are the decisions you can make. These are the relationships that you can create if you're struggling at home in the most important relationship you'll ever have, which is with your mate. And so mom was rock solid in that. If mom gave the nod, you know, dad was at a hundred percent sprint to get it done. Uh, And so it was, you know, just, it's, it's a love story that, you know, now they're sharing an eternity. Um, And, and to me, that's just an amazing thing.
0: Well, on that, you know, it would be easy to, and I'm saying this out of some ignorance. Uh, This is a, a literal question, but my perspective With the way that their lives have been portrayed, it could look like she was there to support him and her life was all about Zig. And yet when he passed away, I did not perceive that it just devastated her life completely either. She's had a vibrant, joyful life even without him. She was her own person. And you got to see that. What did that What did that look like? She was. It was not all just about Zig. It was about Jean had her own, her own life, her own path.
1: Yeah, and there's there's three things that I can. I mean, there's hundreds of things, but there's like three big uh, things that I put it into. And and we already talked about the first one, and that is, you know, that dad or mom believed in dad before dad believed in himself. Uh, The other two is. One is just her love for, for Jesus. I mean, her faith, her spiritual soundness, uh, the amount of uh, belief that she had, you know, in her savior and the amount of love that she received from that. Uh, you know, we would just talk, mom had so much love. She couldn't contain it. And that's why if you ever met mom, she gave you a hug. I mean, it was like instantaneous. And, you know, she'd you'd get a hug, didn't matter whether you'd seen her a hundred times or, you know, this is the first time you ever met her, you'd get a hug. And she had a way of looking into your eyes and drawing you in and asking you how you were doing. And so this love uh, for Christ and for her faith would just shine through. And then the, the 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 last of the three is this, I call it the person in front of her. Now, this is, this is to me, is mom's most outstanding quality. And this is why we've been covered up with people who don't talk about her as Zig Ziglar's wife. They talk about her as Jean, you know, mm. the redhead, who she was. It's this quality right here. You see, mom was never focused on what's next. Mom was always focused on who now? Hmm. And that is an amazing quality that she could be anywhere at any time. And the only thing that mattered to her was the people right in front of her. It's just, and when we look at our distracted world and it's a unique, it's, it's unique at any time, but in this distracted world that we live in, the fact that, you know, she didn't carry a cell phone. Hmm. The fact that, if you were out in the hallway or sitting down at a restaurant, or you were a waiter or a waitress, or didn't matter, she would engage you in a conversation, and nothing else mattered. It was just who, now, never, what's next, and that's that's a you know that's a lesson that we can all live. I'm, I'm telling people if you want to honor the redhead. <laughs> Whether you've seen some, whether it's somebody you love or a total stranger,
0: give them a hug and be 100% present with them. That right there I can take as the legacy that I need from Gene Ziegler, from the redhead. Who now, not what's next. And what a great marriage to put with Zig, who, as we all know, was very much looking into the future and where he could lead himself, lead others, and what's next to have that of a who now. You know, I got to give testimony to my wife. She is so much that frustrates me sometimes because she, wherever she is, she is there. And yet it's a blessing. It's the thing that I need most. Well, Tom, uh, tomorrow is the the funeral. I'm sure the outpouring of testimony to Gene Ziegler, to the redhead, will be overwhelming. Uh, The tears will be overwhelming, and yet I know that the feeling amongst you, your sisters, and everybody close to her right now is absolute celebration. Um, What uh, what would we, we all want any more than that at the end of our days? people celebrating our life and celebrating the life that we know will now live in eternity. And as I think about that, the legacy of Gene Ziegler, uh, I feel like what you led off with is primary. Everything that we know that we got from Zig Ziegler, from the Ziegler Corporation that we get from today, we can give credit to her as the foundational support.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I struggle with this myself, Kevin, and that is, you know, we, we live so much for this physical world and yet it's going to pass away and we're going to take none of it with us. Mom invested all of her time in relationships that will extend through eternity. And, you know, and I just look at that, I'm just kind of in awe of what she did, the relationships that she built and how she made everyone feel special. I can remember as a child going to Luby's cafeteria Right here in, in Plano, Texas, in Dallas, Texas. And the cafeteria is back in the day, you know, you had people work in the cafeteria line and they were a little bit more than minimum wage. And then you had, uh, we called them the, the tea cart ladies. And these ladies, these older women, you know, usually retirement age, would be pushing the tea cart around asking if people needed refills in their tea uh, when they were sitting at the table. And mom built a relationship with everybody in that cafeteria to the point that everybody got a hug whenever we went there. And so it didn't matter position. It didn't matter anything to mom. You were one of God's children and she was going to give you a hug. (laughs) And that is something that will span eternity.
0: Well, I... We'll have to give thanks to Gene Ziegler because of what she did in Zig's life, what she did in your life that I am a recipient of today, and that so many people are. We always say that Zig touched over 250 million people, and those people all got a piece of Gene Ziegler in them. So God bless Gene Ziegler. God bless you, Tom. Uh, love you, brother. Thanks, brother.